This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Um, welcome to it. If you've just joined us, good morning. Welcome to Power Breakfast. Joining us via Zoom this morning is Tobani Zikalala, political commentator, as we look at South Africa instituting proceedings against Israel at the International Court of Justice. There's also a clip that we'll play, but let's first um, greet Tobani. Good morning, Tobani. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Zeho. Good morning to your listeners. Happy New Year to you too. (laughs) Um, So Tabani, just explain to us what does this mean, um, what SA has now done? Quite a bold move as well. First of all, I think that's where we must start. We must start with applauding the South African government for taking a principled position that I think many of us have been saying that uh, South Africa seems to not be behind a very strong uh, what you call policy and an action towards uh, the state of Israel and the unlike-minded states in the world and having South Africa to stake its claim as a, as a serious nation of the world. And I think there we must, though we may criticize them for many things, but the South African state government must be applauded for this principled position because you know this follows after our parliament voted for the for the against the the, the what you call the Israel embassy. So mm-hmm. it's, it seems that there's something that's happening at, at, at international relations that we must applaud. But mm-hmm. here we are we are seeing a government that's saying, uh, because there's a, there's a genocide convention in the world that says states must not, uh, must act, must, must stop acts of, of, of genocide and things like that. South Africa is then asking the world court, as affectionately known, uh, the International Court of Justice, to make a ruling or an op- give an opinion or a, a ruling uh, on that regard that says that the, st- the state of Israel must stop its acts of genocide. But of course, we know that the process is not an easy process. It may take some time. But in the immediate, I think in the interim, the South African government is asking for the International Court of Justice to make a ruling that says whatever actions that are being done by the Israel government currently must be stopped, must must stop or be halted. And of course, there will be processes of the courts that may take long. We know that court processes don't take, uh, that they are not short. But the, the important thing here is that Safari, the South African government, has gone and done something that is consistent with its politics and the politics of our forefathers, who have consistently uh, criticized the state of Israel and its apartheid-like policy and occupation of the Palestinian territories. And I think this action is is an action that must be applauded. It may not have very big significance because the International Court of Justice is not a prosecuting court. It's a court of of, of international law opinion, I think. So it it may not have big consequences, but it is a step in the right direction, especially for the South African state, which has in the past been seen to be very timid in its dealing with the Israeli government. We know there is a current parliamentary resolution that deals with the embassy of Israel and its expulsion from from South Africa. This, for me, is something that needs to be applauded. And, and of course, we, we hope that this vote this, uh, is, is now a beginning of South Africa taking its claim as a serious nation of the world, be it in Africa and the world, uh, saying that they will not be part 
to acts of injustice and crimes against the village. Mm. And it is quite interesting, right, because now we have seen the Israeli foreign minister rejecting this very um, this case that has been launched by South Africa um, at the International Court of Justice. And we know as well um, that, you know, just yesterday, um, Atim Tongana had tweeted that the State of Israel says it will appear before the ICJ in The Hague to dispel South Africa's application before it. Um, and we do know that... We know what has now transpired from the 29th of December. And in a live press briefing today, the Israeli government spokesperson Elon Levi um, says that the state of Israel empathetically condemns South Africa's decision to play advocate for the devil. I'd like for us to just take a quick listen um, to this particular clip, Tobani, from the spokesperson, and then we can continue our conversation. Okay. The state of Israel will appear before the International Court of Justice at The Hague to dispel South Africa's absurd blood libel. How tragic that the rainbow nation that prides itself on fighting racism will be fighting pro bono for anti-Jewish racists. We have no doubt that after the Jewish state brings to justice the perpetrators of the bloodiest massacre of Jews since the Holocaust, history will judge South Africa for abetting the modern heirs of the Nazis. We assure South Africa's leaders, history will judge you, and it will judge you without mercy. That's the end of today's update. We'll now take your questions. An interesting um, point, right, being made there and quite the threat. Spell South Africa's absurd blood libel. Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Yes, I'm saying there's something we must deal with and I think this uh, type of of, of commentary and, and and, and political uh, opinion has been made for so long that South Africa is in the right here. And no one in the world must say South Africa is in the wrong. South Africa is in the right. And I think everyone in the world who stands on this point is correct. Right? That's the first point we must deal with. The second point we must deal with is that the state of Israel must not make its con- the condemnation of its acts against the Palestinian people to be a condemnation of, Jew- of Judaism and Jewish people. These are two different things, right? This idea that every time you condemn the acts of the Israel, Israeli state, you are now becoming anti-Jewish. I think for me that is problematic because there is no one in the world that thinks South Africa cannot be accused of being anti-Jewish when it has a very big Jewish, Jewish community that stays in South Africa that is allowed to to exercise its religious right and do everything that any South African citizen can do. So this idea of a South African state that is anti-Jewish is false. And I don't think everyone who opposes the state of Israel and its actions on the occupied on the occupied Palestine is anti-Jewish. And that must be dealt with and with the contempt that it deserves. Mm. Because the state of Israel cannot continue again to use... Uh, this idea of anti-Semitism, anti-Jewish, and all and, and all those nice things, those things that it usually says to cover up its acts of occupation, of brutal killing, of, of of ostracization of the Palestinian people. I mean, the Jewish state since 1948 in its formation has always uh, ostracized, killed, occupied territories, and 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 have almost ignored and gone against all international law and international declarations on this position. 
So the idea that when they are being condemned, when they are being asked to stop their killing, when they, when, 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 when Palestinians uh, defend themselves against the violence of the Israeli state and the world stands with them, then people are being accused of being anti-Jewish. I think this threat to the South African government is, is uncalled for. South Africa as a state in the world has a right, like other nations before, has a right to bring a dispute to the ICJ so that that, duty, that, that, that that dispute can be adjudicated upon and an opinion and an, and an opinion can be given, a ruling can be given on that so that we can all move on. But the Israeli state seems to think that it is beyond uh, what's called questioning. It cannot be questioned. It can do whatever it wants and no one can say anything. And how dare South Africa, a so-called small country in Africa, can bring us into question. I think that type of arrogance is not arrogance that needs to be uh, needs to be welcomed. I, I, I find, I, for me, I find it very untasty uh, that uh, the Jewish state does this. But of course, if you look at it history, this has always been the case. And I've seen, of course, uh, that there is uh, in South Africa uh, communities who feel as if what South Africa has done is wrong. And the only thing we must ask to them is that has there ever in, they are staying in Africa, in South Africa and Africa, have they ever felt that South Africa was anti-Jewish, that South Africa was anti their freedom of expression, mm. association, otherwise? That's not the case. South Africa is one of the most the best countries in the world in terms of allowing for everyone to express, even in things that sometimes we may not agree with. But because we have agreed to the idea that everyone is equal and everyone must be allowed to exercise their right, we allow them. So the idea of anti-Jewish accusations against South Africa, I don't think... I mean, South Africa can be many things that we can speak about for a long day in criticizing what South Africa is and many things that South Africa has done wrong. But on this position, I think I stand with the South African government. They are correct in all, in, in all that they have done because... That what is happening in, in in Palestine cannot be allowed to continue any longer without condemnation, without question. Mm. And we do now know, um, Tobani, that the ICJ has scheduled the hearing um, for the 11th to the 12th of January 2024. Durko telling us that the lawyers are currently preparing for this as this case will take place in The Hague. You know, it is such a big talking point but for people who may not completely understand what exactly has unfolded here, um, especially now with court now also being brought in, them sitting down for those two days at The Hague, what are some of the things that we need to take into consideration or to appreciate and understand about what exactly is unfolding here and also how quickly things have really moved? I think I think without <laughs> without going too much into history, we will start here is that the Palpo Declaration brings about the Israeli state in 1948, right? It's recognized by the UN as a state. Mm. But before that, there was no Israeli state, there was Palestine, right? And then there is, it begins the occupation of, of Palestinian authorities. There's agreements about the uh, spaces like your Gaza and the West, and you know, how it must happen in terms of the occupation, the territories that need to be done, the continuous expans- expansion by Israel into uh, what you call uh, uh, Palestinian authorities, which of course has, pro- and, the, and the amount of violence in doing so, right? The building of the walls and the, and, and, and and all those things, which of course has resulted with, with the use of violence, as I said, which of course has provoked from the other side a defense. We remember your 
Palestinian Liberation Organization, which Yasser Arafat, which have continuously been for the liberation of, of Palestine. Of course, these divisions have almost been likened to South Africa's apartheid, right? This is why most of the time people will refer to the lexicon of apartheid Israel. This has provoked, right, from the Palestinian people a state of defense, right, an, an issue of defense. And of course, on the 7th of October, the allegations against Hamas and striking inside the, or in the striking of Israeli so-called Israeli territories have in, uh, invoked in, 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 in of course, and this must not be seen. I think that my opinion would be this must not be seen as if Hamas the, the, the strike of the seventh of October is isolated for the from the continuous violence by the by Israeli state against Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. But of course, post that. We have seen bombings of hospitals, of schools, and the like, which has resulted, of course, as, as states tells us, and about 21,000 people or more having, having, having died of this place, most, some of them being children. So this is why we, why we are where we are today, with South Africa putting on this, this, this dispute with, with, with the International Court of Justice, is that there is history that brings about the 7th of October, and that history must not be ignored uh, the, the, the 7th of October does not come in isolation. Mm. And again, we must not be applauding or, or simply just applauding Hamas for its actions. But we must also, in our condemnation maybe of Hamas, we must not be seen to be ignoring the historical materialism that exists. There is a history that brings about the 7th of October. And post the 7th of October, you can see the reaction of the Israeli state. It is reacting in the same way it has reacted for many years. From, out of the, from the defense or the, the resistance by the Palestinian people. It has disregarded the humanity of such people, have killed without, without remorse, have killed children without remorse. And of course, states of the world, especially South Africa and the South African government, who know what apartheid has done to South Africa, who know what that type of violence can do to a people, who know what it means for your humanity not to be recognized, who know what it means to be dispossessed and be occupied of your land and your territories. They need to take the such a stand. So I, for me, that's why I say I stand on South Africa and I, 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 I applaud them for taking this principled position. Because if this position is not taken, then the state of Israel continues without remorse, without any accountability, and the states of the Palestinian people continues to be a state of unrecognized humanity, of being killed without remorse, of, be, of, of being of, of occupying your territories, of children who are not going to know any peace, who are going to grow in, in grow up in violence, in, in violence. And for me, the, the world really needs to act on 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 on, on the issue of, of Israel. Go back to what the UN has already declared as the as, at least as what the territories need to be divided and how they will be divided. Condemn the state of Israel for continuous occupation of territories of Palestinian people. Because the state of Israel, as I repeat, does not exist until 1948. Mm. But a question you must ask, did the Palestinian state exist before 1948? The answer we may find is correct, yes, that there was a Palestinian state before. And how did the Israeli state become, come to be about, come to, come, come to the fore, and how could it come to exist? Those are the questions we must ask our friends. Because if we ignore history, we are going to arrive where we interpret today's events without context because we want to inter, inter, interpret them in isolation outside of the history that brings them about. Mm.
Tobani, thank you so much for your time this morning and really just breaking this down for us. And we can just wait and see now what takes place in mid-January. Thanks for your time once again. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. Let's see what the International Court of Justice uh, does. And of course, we must continuously uh, raise this issue because mm. if we don't, this may come back to our come back to our shows. These things, when they are not condemned, it inspires many people in the world to continue to do them. Mm, and to think everything is perfectly fine. Political commentator mm. Tobani Zikalala, thank you for your time this morning. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.